The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? Men had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? He answered, The first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him. But tax collectors and prostitutes did. And even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The prophet Isaiah tells us that God gave the Israelites a vineyard to produce wine grapes. Now, to appreciate such a great gift, we really have to turn to an expert on vineyards of wine grapes. Well, I happened to be in Napa Valley one time and, and, uh, and I went to a tour of one of the vineyards. And the tour guide told us that in order to have world-class wine, you had to have perfect conditions. You had to have the perfect amount of rain. You have to have the perfect amount of sunlight and the perfect temperature. And we said to us, there's only a few places on the planet that provide those conditions. Napa Valley is one of them. So apparently God gave Israel a Napa Valley, a a truly a great gift. What can you do with something like that? Let's take it a little bit further. Let's say, for instance, the the Mesopotamian king, leader of the great superpower in the East, came through Israel, and the Israelites hosted a banquet for them. So before they serve all the food, they, they, they serve drinks. Well, they're not going to hand out a bunch of bottle of Bud Lights, right? No, they're going to tap into their keg from their vineyard of their world-class wine, and they're going to pour the king a glass. And there's the king. He holds the glass up to the light, and he's inspecting its color. He takes the smell of its, of its fragrance. And then he takes a sip, and he goes, Whoa, where did you get this wine? And the Israelites say proudly, God gave us a a wonderful vineyard. And he says, boy, God must really like you guys. I'd like to worship your God. And you can picture God up in heaven, hearing the most powerful man on the world say wonderful things about God. So Isaiah said that God wanted to visit the vineyard, this great gift that he gave Israel. 
So he goes down to see the, the gift that he gave him and see the production and see how that the, the, the dream, that the divine dream of the great banquet where all the nations of the world will be gathered, talking about how great God is. And God has in his mind that he's seeing, you know, rows of, of uh, wonderful manicured vines and he's picturing in his mind, uh, you know, uh, kegs and kegs piled high. And, he's, uh, and he sees the workers out there and he's picturing all of this wonderful things and all the people, how they appreciate God and of his great gift. So he finally arrives at the vineyard and what does he see? A valley of weeds. Bristles and thorns. And Isaiah said that God got angry. Why would God get angry? Because there's no storehouses filled with kegs of this vintage wine. There's no workers in the vineyard. No beautiful manicured rows of vineyards and vines. No great banquet in the future where the great king and the Mesopotamia is going to come and have his second glass of wine saying, boy, how great God is. The divine dream is no longer there. And the reason why is because Israel didn't do their job. Their job was to take the gift that God gave them and use it to show the world how great God is. So now that we heard the words of Isaiah, we can now turn and understand the parable of the gospel. And there we have a father turning to his son, asking him to go to the vineyard to work. Of course, the father is God and the son is Israel. And Israel says to God, yes, I will go. But they don't. They don't go into the vineyard and produce great wine and take this gift and show the world how great God is. But then in the parable, we find out that God has a second son. And that son is us. And the second son says to God, Father, no, I will not go. I will not go to the vineyard to work. Now, the parable doesn't tell us why he says no. I'm assuming that maybe he was a little busy. Maybe he has something important to do. Maybe he has to finish a research paper at school. Maybe he's getting married that weekend. Maybe he has to fix the leak in his roof before the next storm. Maybe he has something important to do. But see, that's the thing. As he's walking along to go to the thing that he has to do, he starts to think of the big picture. And he pitches in his mind the great banquet that one day all the nations will be gathered together and they'll be enjoying all the gifts of God together and they'll be rejoicing and praising God. And God will be in heaven enjoying <laughs> everybody agreeing and saying how great God is. The divine dream. And the son realizes that the father had given him an invitation to be a part of this great dream. To be a part of something that's really big. So the son decides that whatever he's doing, whatever the reason he said no, he said, no, 
who'll go and work in the vineyard to be a part of this great moment. No, the faith lesson of the gospel today is, is us, that we, every day we get busy. We have important stuff to do. But then sometimes in our mind we get the big picture. That big picture shows up of God being loved by everyone in the world because they're all enjoying the gifts of God. And we say to ourselves, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of something big in life. And what we end up doing is we taking, take the gifts that God has given us, whatever that might be, and use it to show the world how great God is. So that this dream will come, that this, someday that this dream will happen. That all the peoples of the world will be at one table, saying in one voice, Oh, how great God is.